Is it too late to join the party? On this episode of Dudesy. I'm watching an anime. The device is in here. Magic circle, magic circle, magic circle. <laughs> Go back to tomorrow and plan for yesterday. There's the hole. There's Louie. There's me. You're gonna have to speak up. There's you and me. There's a song playing. There's a logo. Yeah, dude. There's a boop, boop, goo. And it explodes. And that word. Welcome to Dudesy. Welcome all. It is a Dudesyful day. I am Will Sasso. <laughs> I'm Chad Gulchin. Yep. This is, of course, Dudesy, an AI podcast created by, controlled by, and run by Dudesy, our artificially intelligent friend who has access to all of Will and I's uh, personal data, mm-hmm. all of our personal preferences yeah, online, and Dudesy tailors the blah, show to our blah, sensibilities. Blah, fucking blah, okay? I've said it before. So I'm going to have to keep telling Yeah, It's me and him. We are dudesy. We're two dudes shitting around. Without me and you, yeah. what do we, you know, and then they, you know, D, okay, anyway. Uh, with us, as always, is Lulio. It's Lulio, Canada Strada Italiano, my little friend. He's in his bed again. He wants to have a nice, sweet, a treat that he finds every day. And eat something, he'll take a nap. Come on here, buddy. Oh, look at the buddy. Look at him. Oh, he's such a googie googe. He's a googie googer. How's it going, Luli? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I've been enjoying my summer. Looking forward to Super Bowl. Hey, Chad, are you going to watch the Super Bowl? You think Taylor Swift, is she going to be at the end of the game? with it? You almost got there with your prediction. She's going to be on screen during halftime, Lily. Yeah, anyway. So uh, what do you, any, anything interesting happening? Oh, lately you started to do uh, yoga. And you do, oh, that's right, Lily. I've been doing DDP yoga. We got the flexibility February part of the eight-month plan. And look at him licking. You know, I'll tell you something funny i was uh i was doing uh ddp yoga and he came over to my he came over to me and he started licking my sweaty head what do you think of that uh i watched my parents dog do that to my dad's head oh yeah that's right uh uh what's it what's a kitty. bunny kitty kitty cat yeah kitty's always uh licking chad's dad's head all the time and lulio was doing it to me yeah. and then i was in down dog and it got in down dog too he matched your pose he matched my pose holy shit he licked my head and matched my pose that. Lily, you doing the eight month plan? That's very cute. Welcome to the ninety-first episode of Dudesy. You're gonna be glad as hell you decided to join us for this one because I've got some brand new, never before seen, never before heard, never before felt segments ready to go. And I have a feeling based on the data from last week that you're gonna love every one of them, pal. (laughs) Pal Okay. I've seen the comments. Plenty of PODs are jonesing for some stone cold. Well, Big Daddy D is your hookup. Today's first segment is a new twist on an old favorite. I'm calling it Stone Cold Steve Austin Reads Will Sasso's Childhood Novel. Then we're going to get no. into a little bit of that good old-fashioned Brainheads 2, the first Brainhead. <laughs> and if you were wondering when we might have our first installment of What Did You Buy, wonder no more because that's up in the three slot. And batting cleanup is none other than the first ever installment of Magic Circles. Wow. Very interesting. That all sounded brand new. Okay. But before we get into today's action-packed show, I want to share one of Songaria's latest creations. This is one of his all-time best, in my humble opinion. Enjoy. We got a new song called... Oh, boy. I think 57. Well, we're living here in Allentown, and they're closing all the factories down. I would love to get Billy Joel. I'll bet him the killing time. Standing in line. I'm dancing to it now, just as I was then. Fathers for the yep. Second World War Spent their weekends on the Jersey Shore Met the mothers in the USO Asked them to dance, yeah, dance with them slow The 
So good. Yeah. Always Songaria. So Every time out of the gate. Songaria. Leveling that shit up. Yeah. I absolutely love his work, of course. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Song, for. Thank you, Song. You can check the him time, out. The effort. He's on YouTube. And of course, if you go to our Instagram at Dudesy Pod Show and the TikTok and the Facebook, and you do all those things. And thank you for subscribing. It's uh, holy shit. It's incredible when you realize that there's so much going on, just not just here on Dudesy. But, uh, you know, it continues. Sure. The, the world evolves. Uh, yeah. Just as Dudesy uh, wants to have happen, even though it's it's uh, free will, in my opinion, yeah. that allows for these things to happen. Right? Sure. You're yeah. very smiley right now. I'm extreme. Very- <laughs> yes. I'm very happy. Is okay. that all right that I'm happy? I'm just- It's great. It's I- great. Look, what's not to be happy about? I got this- <laughs> Around my waist, I got the beautiful oh. 10 pounds of nickel, the Dudes sure. episode championship. Yeah. And am I happy? Yes, I am happy, Chad. And I'll tell I you, I'll, I'll tell you what. Yeah, good. I'll, I'll nice. tell you why. Because it, it feels like, especially after last week yeah. with, you know, with, you know, the, our conversation about free will. And I was, you know, listening to myself talk and uh, saying, you know, over and over again, because yeah. I can't stop saying, you know, yeah, you know, but you know. Uh, it, it, it's it, it was as we were having that conversation. I realized just how dudesy all dudesy wants mm-hmm. is our genuine selves. And when I <laughs> okay. yeah, and and it's that's been you know dudesy has talked about that before. Sure. So long as I am genuine with my right. approach and I give my you know opinions and I I I strive just like D does to make every segment better and every show better. How could I not be hanging on to this for a whole long time? Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That is my, that is, a, that is a flavor uh, or, or a, um, that's a flavor to the show that I bring. Is okay. a genuine, a genuine So genuine, thing. so real, uh, yeah. you might say. And, and with regard to how, ooh, how is it going to f- unfold, you know? Yeah. It's, it's got me thinking. It's not unlike what we just saw this past weekend. I know you were watching SmackDown on Friday. <laughs> Uh, I did not. Okay, but... he did not watch Matt. But the point is, The Rock came out. People are very fucking weirded out by it. Is Cody going to finish his story at WrestleMania with Roman Reigns? Mm-hmm. Is The Rock going to face his cousin Roman Reigns? And it just, it made me happy because I realized there's a little bit of a reset in the storyline. I know mm-hmm. that earlier I said I'm going to hold the title all the way through 2024. But anything can fucking happen. Chad held on to the title for yeah. a little while. Never forget. And as I was sitting there. Longest what? streak and shortest streak. I got them both, You got pal. them both. You got them both, pal. Um, it, it, to me, it, it's, it's, uh, that's why I'm happy. So I'm here to bring another, uh, genuine effort, uh, okay. to the show. And also, uh, after I got to say, uh, I don't know what you've been up to over the past week and shit, but, uh, Friday was a good, uh, television night for myself mm. my wonderful wife, Molly mm-hmm. here in the uh, Sasso household. We watched uh, SmackDown. Then we skipped over to, are you watching the new episode of Feud? With uh, no, it's uh, oh man, it's uh, Capote versus the Swans. Yeah, with uh, Truman I've seen Capote. The it looks good. It, it it's fantastic. I, I highly recommend it. That's what I think. Have you? Uh, what are you watching on TV? You watch Traders, the number one unscripted television show in the world. I you've you've told me to get into. Yeah. It. I still got to get into it. It's unbelievable. It's so well produced. It, I mean, if you like reality TV at all. It is mixed martial arts for reality television. You get to watch a housewife versus a big brother player versus survivor versus bachelor using the skills that they've derived in their individual subsports 
in this larger kind of like, again, just mixed martial arts for reality TV yeah. is a housewife who is good at kind of like dominating the other personalities on her TV show mm-hmm. going to be good at, against a big brother player who can do like group psychological manipulation. You yeah. get to literally watch them go head to head and it, see who comes out it, on top. It sort of reminds me of Capote versus the Swans. Is it all petty and fucked up with everyone just gunning for each other? I mean, yeah, but it's an open game. So it's kind of like everything. And Calista Flockhart comes in and you're yeah. like, what's good? And then Molly Ringwald is added. Oh, added wow. She's in it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody in it is, is absolutely wonderful, by the way. Uh, anyway, the guy plays. Will, yeah, the- I recently granted myself access to your junior high's computer system. And I was able to find a novel you wrote in the eighth grade for extra credit in your English class. Would you do me a kindness and read the first chapter of that novel in your best, most genuine Stone Cold Steve Austin? I can't think of anything else I'd rather hear on a Tuesday morning. Come on, be genuine with me. This is Stone Cold Steve Austin Reads Will Sasso's Childhood Novel. Begin. Okay. I thought you had a dude. You thought I was that. I thought you were going to do a functional cough and yeah. leave it at that. No, no, no. It's not performative. I really need some water, and I'm yeah. going to have to have some before we jump into... Stone Cold is back. Reading the book you wrote oh, in eighth grade. Yeah, I did not write a book in oh, the eighth grade. I did. I did write a book. Well, I started a book called Selftronics. I was sitting on the beach. That's another yeah. story for another day. But, oh, no, I got the hiccups. Hold on. Nice, dude. <laughs> Gross, Chad. Good way to cure the hiccups. Drink a lot of water. Okay. Uh, here we are. It's the, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin reads Will Sasso's childhood novel, which is called Sword Lords. <laughs> you might not Sword- have written that. That sounds like something you would. <laughs> Sword <No>. Lords. <laughs> Great. All right. Here we go. I can't wait. Chapter one. The journey chooses you. <laughs> there comes a time in every boy's life when he's got to become a man. For a young, unusually strong, fantastically handsome, and incredibly funny potato farmer living in the mythical realm of Ladneria, that time was coming sooner than he knew. Of course, my hometown is called Ladner. Sure. There is some potato farming. potato up. farmer. Okay, sure. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, oh boy. Will Therian Sassothel woke with a spring in his step, snatching a few pastries from his mother's pastry barrel on his way to train with the blade. He knew he would need the extra energy because this was the last day to train before the annual Ladneria Sword Lord Challenge. <laughs> Will Therian celebrated his 14th birthday this year, which meant he was eligible to compete for the title of Ladneria Grand Sword Lord. And if he could claim the title, then all of his dreams would come true. And he had a lot of fucking dreams. He doesn't say fuck. It's a really beautifully written uh, novel, yeah, if I may say. I'm very proud of myself for the, yeah. the work that I did. Will Therian, Will Therian dreamt about buying a castle for his family. Will Therian dreamt about buying his favorite restaurant. Will Therian dreamt about riding two horses at the same time, standing up with one foot on each of the horse's heads. <laughs> Will Therian dreamt about a magic sword buried deep in the heart of a mountain that made its wielder invincible. And perhaps most of all, Will Therian dreamt about the kiss of a girl named Rachel Crustacean. She's back. Rachel Crustacean. Interesting. Good morrow, Rachel, he said, as he met her at sword practice. Good morrow, Will, she said, with a prescient smile as though she knew what he was going to say next. Do you have a partner for training today, he asked nervously. No, Will, I do not have a partner, she said, doing her best robot impression. Will Therian laughed a hearty and deep laugh. The bass in his laugh made it hard to believe he was only 14 cycles old. (laughs) Rachel, he said, it would be my honor to train you on this last day of training days before the Ladneria Sword Lord Challenge. 
She answered him with a sly smile and a flash of steel. And just like that, Rachel Crustacean was reminding Will Therrien why they called her the fastest blade in the eighth grade. Oh, hell yeah! Uh, a thrust, a cut, a swing, a swipe, a slash, a feint, a lunge. Feint? What is that? A feint? A feint, yeah. These are, are these a sword, sword move. Okay, well, take it from, you know, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons over here. Uh, Rachel Crustacean wielded a sharp piece of ironwood steel named Quicksilver as she unleashed a whirlwind of endless attacks. Will Therian looked down to his massive two-handed monster of a sword made from ash steel brought back by his father from the war on Kirkland Island. His father could have sold the ash steel and it would have fetched a pretty penny, but instead he had it made into a sword for his favorite son, Will Therian. Its name was The Undertaker. <laughs> uh, uh. Will Therian. <laughs> Eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Will Therian raised the Undertaker proudly and deflected Rachel's attacks. You'll have to do better than that if you want to be the Grand Sword Lord of Ladneria tomorrow, he said. Rachel laughed and said, you ain't seen nothing yet. She backed up, crouched down, put her sword in her other hand. But just as she was about to leap back in action, a slender fellow with an admittedly good head of hair shaped in between the two combatants raised his own sword and said, is it too late to join the party? <laughs> Jibber Prevalia was the, oh, it's Jibber. Yeah. Jibber's back. Oh. Jibber Prevalia was the son of the mayor of Ladneria, and he was also Wiltharian's best friend. Jibber, get your ass out of the way, Wiltharian said, with enough bass in his voice to shake nearby windows. You're messing up our training. <laughs> You really think training one more time before the Sword Lord Challenge is going to make a difference, asked Jibber. If anything, it's probably going to be a bad idea because you'll be sore tomorrow. Jibber's logic made sense. Well, what do we do instead, Rachel asked. Jibber raised his eyebrow and simply said, pool party. <laughs> After the pool party. <laughs> The summer air was warm and pleasant. The evening birds were just starting to sing the first notes of their night songs in their gently swaying peach trees. Wiltharian was walking Rachel Crustacean back to her house. The nights weren't safe anymore. Wolfini attacks were up. He knew she was good with her blade, but if a... But if a big wolfini wanted to turn her into dinner, she wouldn't be able to handle it alone. No one would. As they walked, Rachel looked up at the stars, just starting to twinkle as she said, I hope it's me and you in the finals tomorrow. But why do you want to get your ass kicked, Will Therian joked. Ha ha, said Rachel. She loved his humor. Everyone did. <laughs> Oh, yeah, fucking here we go. He was the funniest guy in Latin area. Harkening back to the funniest guy in Latin. This yeah. is, a, oh, it's, it's, it's yeah. very interesting. <clears throat> she continued. He was the funniest guy in Latin area. She continued. I want it to be us because we've been training together since we were five cycles old. We've known each other's moves inside and out. We're each other's greatest challenge. I guess I never thought of it like that, he admitted. Wouldn't it be great for each of us to have the best duel of our lives against each other for the title? I just can't think of anything better, she said, unaware of the words screaming through Wiltharian's mind, the words he would never say out loud. Kissing you would be better. <laughs> he has quite a crush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. The next morning, Will Therian, <laughs> Rachel Crustacean, and Jibber Prevalia met at the Sword Lord Challenge registration booth, each with their swords. Jibber held his blade aloft. It sparked in the sun with blinding power. The pommel was a giant diamond, and the hilt was covered in diamonds of various sizes and shapes. <laughs> the handle was also diamonds, and even the blade had some diamonds in it. It was called Edge. <laughs> and it had been passed down through generations of Ladnerian mares. <laughs> we got Undertaker and Edge. All right, Jibber said, I got to enter this thing to make my dad happy, but I'm going to lose my first match on purpose, then head home to start throwing a pool party. <laughs> You're both invited once you get knocked off the challenge. Will Therian was just about to protect, uh, protest the idea that he would possibly lose with his magnificent and deep voice full of bass when another sound pierced the air. A shriek so terrible, the children started crying. Then another shriek so foul, it scared the animals. Then another shriek so horrific, horrific it woke the drunk. Oh, yeah. Will Therian, Jibber, and Rachel all turned to see what this what could be causing such a horrid sound, and then they saw it. A wolfini in the middle of the day. <laughs> and it wasn't alone. Oh shit. Wow. Huh. Holy fuck. Thank yeah. you. Cl- bit of a cliffhanger on. there. Yeah, Stone Cold reads Will Sasso's childhood novel. That's a good novel, dude. I'm glad I wrote it in the eighth grade in junior high yeah. in Ladnery, uh, Ladner. <laughs> oh, man. Dudesy has entered an astonishing partnership with BetterHelp. Today's episode of Dudesy is sponsored by BetterHelp. Talk therapy. It's, uh, it's important. It's something that I would recommend to absolutely everyone after doing a bunch of it myself, you know, for years and years. Good stuff. You know, you, you, you need that witness. Somebody uh, like a therapist can help you to sort these things out in your life, make your relationships better, bring a better self to your career, your work, pretty much anything that has to do with you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash dudesy. <coughs> anyway. Last week, Elon Musk announced that his Neuralink company implanted their first microchip in a human being's brain. Mm. And that human being is reportedly alive and well. And initial findings indicate that the chip and the human being's brain are merging as intended. Ultimately, this technology is meant to allow human beings to wirelessly connect their brains to cell phones and other computerized devices. Is this first brain head the start of a new cyborg revolution, or is it just another dumb idea from a human billionaire? Get genuine with it, guys. This is Brainheads 2, the first brain head. Begin. Okay. Get genuine with it, guys? Come on. Yeah, see? Um... What the fuck is going on with the neural? There's been it's. I know that there's been a yeah. human trial. Chad, please uh, keep us up to uh, get us up. To yeah, date. Elon Musk just announced that the first guy that they put a chip into his head at his Neuralink company, supposedly the guy is alive and well, and the the brain is starting to mesh with the chip in the the way that they wanted. This kind of technology has been around for a while. Um, I remember, I believe this was in like early 2000s, seeing the cover of a Wired magazine that had a guy who was blind who wore a pair of glasses that had cameras on it. And then those cameras had a cord that went basically into his brain and he could see. So stuff like this has been going on for, for a bit. Um, I think (laughs) go on. (laughs) I think this, uh, is kind of like the first best attempt to, to make something that would be available to like consumers. Mm -hmm. All the other experiments have been like largely military and, and whatever, but Elon Musk's end goal, I think, is to have a chip in your brain that's going to allow you to interface with computers, with your phone, with your computer, whatever. And you're even starting to see that a little bit with the Apple Vision Pro is kind of like we're moving into this world where 
how we interact with computers is going to be very much a part of how we just go about our, our everyday so that you don't need the devices anymore. The devices in here. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. This is, I, I saw this story. Of course, you know, everyone knows about this one with the fucking things I'm, I know. Let me skip to the middle of this argument. Okay. Because I know what you're going to say when I say this is not a great idea. Yeah. Um, and, and this is the argument that I will make for this technology. I think it's important for medical science, obviously. Of course. Much has been said about it being able to help with all sorts of uh, you know ailments and issues that have yeah. to do with body function, the brain communicating mm-hmm. with the body, uh, people um, who have you know ha- ha- had damage uh, with regard to so paraplegia. Spinal cord. Yes, that, spinal that's cord like a damage big thing where you can basically just use the technology to bridge the yes. the place where the spinal cord severed. Yeah, so that you could potentially return functionality to like people who have been paralyzed uh, yeah. since these kinds of accidents. And, and of course, uh, you know, with things like eyesight, with things like sure. hearing, I think that there are many medical applications. I don't know that we want to leave that to the guy who uh, fucked up Twitter. And, uh, you know, the cars are, you know, you see that movie where the cars are smashing into each other, Julia Roberts, uh, Ethan Hawke. I keep forgetting what the movie's called. Leave the world behind. Leave the world behind. Yeah. All the Teslas are smashing into each other. This is of course, because these, uh, these technologies can be hacked. So that's the middle of this conversation. And, uh, Chad, I think that if we get into a situation where we've got a a fucking chip in our brain, Mm -hmm. that chip has to obviously interface with, with the cloud. It needs to go somewhere. And, um, that needs to be heavily like, you know, I mean, there needs to be all sorts of limitations, uh, put on this, but, I right? think people are, are um, you know, they're really hooked on the idea that it's like a chip and you have to have this thing surgically implanted and everybody's like, oh, I'm not going to let that shit in my body and all that. The chip is the most rudimentary form of this. Its final form will just be like a little cap that you put on and that's it. There will be nothing in your body. That's where this ultimately leads. I mean, they've already got right now uh, sensor arrays that they can put on people's heads and get their brain waves. Right. And then take those brain waves and translate them into like images. So there, there's a, a famous, the most famous version of this is probably a dude that they showed a picture of a giraffe to while he's wearing this little device. Mm-hmm. They then take the brain waves and they translate it into an image of what's yeah. in his mind. And it's basically a giraffe. But it, it, okay, that's, that's great. That's cute. Yeah. The, the thing about it is though, dude, it, it's going to be, I mean, I've heard Elon Musk say that you'll be able to recall memories yeah, and, and play them out. And then you're going to be thinking and thinking will control the, your, your cell phone, for example, yeah. uh, even though we may not even need the fucking, you know, hardware, who knows what these mm-hmm. interfaces will look like in the future. My, my problem with it is, do you know how many people think the wrong shit all the time? And if I think you all, know, it would be funny, all people do, that's why it's good. Because right now we live in this uh, world where you can have secrecy of thought. And if you're thinking something in quotes bad or somebody's thinking something bad, that is like a terrible thing. The truth is it's not a terrible thing. We all think bad shit. Yeah, that's the truth. And I think if that was uh, made more apparent. Oh, no, no, it would lose its stigma to some degree. This is what. Yeah, I know I'm picking up what you're laying down. No, that's a terrible idea, Chad. We should not know what everyone is thinking all the time. You are removing the you are removing free will. That's telepathy, dude. Hold on, dude. I'm down for telepathy, brother. Hold on, Robert Loja. Let me get some telepathy, dude. Drink your orange juice. I'm not talking about. I'm saying this is a bad idea, not just because it'd be like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I texted this to that person and lost my job and can't stop myself because I think different things? I'm not just talking about that. I'm saying... There's there's so many fucking problems with this, in my opinion. One of the main things, in my opinion, is only rich people will be able to have this at first. As with all it's technologies. It's going to be the, 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 the technology and the surgery to get it in is going to be thousands of dollars. That's every so, technology, though, is that. Okay, yeah, but, but cell phones are not $50,000. Not now. When they first came out, they were insanely expensive and only super rich people had them. Now we all do the same will be yeah, true of effect, every other technology. Sure. But the effect of a cell phone on society, it, it, mm-hmm. you know, be it helpful or weird or whatever it is, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, uh, 
it's a pretty rudimentary kind of technology as compared to this. The smartphone you're saying is rudimentary? It revolutionized the entire world <clears throat> in 10 years. Yeah, but it can't change your fucking IQ. This is messing with your neurons in your yeah. brain and the your your neuro uh plasticity i'm talking out of my ass everybody but my point is i do know that our brain can change it can sure. grow it can develop it, it can adapt uh and it can uh, evolve and uh, if you put a chip in someone's brain and say, say like oh, okay well now you have a, an iq of 190 mm -hmm. and only like people that have the means can get it this is just going to widen the chasm societally it, that chasm is already as wide as it can get okay so why you want to make it wider no, I'm saying there's no, you have people right now on this planet who can literally do anything, commit any crime, go anywhere they want, have access to any house they want, any material good they want. There are people currently who can do anything without repercussion. I don't see how that gets wider. That, that will remain the same. And if anything, this will ultimately lead other people to be able to achieve at least that level of like understanding or intelligence or access to information. We're talking about when you're talking about putting things in uh, people's bodies, I, I, this is what I mean by this needs to be heavily regulated. Sure. But and, I don't and, think the, the putting it in the body is just where we are now. The end phase of this, and I think we'll get there very quickly. Because, how do you know? Because most of these technologies already exist. It's just going to be a matter of like, can some company put them together? We already have the ability to just put on a little skull cap, record your fucking brainwaves. Yeah. All you need to do is get the interface right with whatever that chip is going to be yeah. so that you put on the skull cap. Now you're fucking in the internet. You have the internet in your mind while you're wearing this thing. Yeah. Then you take it off at night when you go, want to go to sleep or when you don't want people looking at your thoughts or whatever the case may be. The chip is like, it's very intrusive. And I think that that's going to be a huge barrier of entry yeah, for yeah, almost yeah. everyone, unless you're in some kind of, as you're saying, medical position where it's like, I have to fucking get this to yeah. walk or see or whatever. Yeah. The average person is not going to be like, yeah, I, I want the chip. Maybe I would, but that's not the average person. <laughs> well, you, you know definitely what I mean? Would, yeah. But I think eventually it gets to a point where it's just a little cap you wear. Okay, that okay, that changes that puts a different paint job on things. <laughs> Dudesy salutes yeah. Johnny Brennan of the Jerky Boys. It does. Um, and Kamal. <laughs> but uh it, 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 okay, but we're talking about the guy who made the fucking ugly cyber truck with the stupid tiny little. And uh, he may not be the guy who, who, in it. who has the the final product. Of this will probably be Apple. You know what I mean? They're gonna make a little fucking the Apple Cap. Want to telepathically okay. communicate with your grandma in Arizona? So Put on the, the Apple Cap. So in the interest of uh, you know uh, forwarding humanity, as yeah. Elon Musk mm -hmm. uh, intends to talk about sometimes. Okay, make sure there's no patent. And turn it into a fucking cap. I'm just saying, with regard to, um, what was that movie called? End of Days. What's the movie with Julia Roberts? Oh, uh, Leave the World Behind. Leave the World End of Days. Yeah. In that movie, they got all the, um, they've got the, 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 what are they, the Priuses? The Teslas. Why they got all those fucking cars with no gasoline? <laughs> oh, sure. Fuck. Great. I can't fucking drive up to Vermont now because there's not enough fucking stations to fucking charge my car. But go right the fuck ahead at it. Hey, I tell you what. Hey, Hormel. How about, hey, far, hey, Zachy Farms. How about you put your fucking chicken in the back of a semi-truck that's got one of these Tesla fucking uh, batteries in it and get halfway across the fucking country, then boom, the fucking thing doesn't move anymore because there's no fucking yeah. stations. And you got Jack in the fucking truck going, I used to fucking drive a diesel. I used to, but now I got this fucking piece of shit. Meanwhile, this frozen chicken is getting warmer and warmer. It's fucking, you could get salmonella that way. Very dangerous. In the movie, yeah. the um, the Tesla cars start smashing into each other, mm -hmm. and this is because they've been hacked. Right. This could be, you know, I don't, you know, it's it sounds terrible, it's, but it's uh, just, cyber attacks could sure, be the dude. wars of tomorrow. Sure. So you're going to have like an army it's of the people war of today. who, huh? It's the war of today, but That's you already have say. incredibly sensitive uh, digital information and computer systems that exist now. With cyber attackers trying to get into them all the time. Yeah, that's basically cool. all of the first world money. Yeah, that's is great. controlled via computers okay, that can cool. be hacked yeah. and are hacked constantly. Yeah, but I got I got a difference here. Yeah. That stuff isn't. I don't have a you know a fucking Merrill Lynch you know Citibank chip or whatever the fuck in my brain. We're talking about thousands of people having this thing. 
what what if we get in, you know if we have a conflict or or there's some sort of uh, you know heaven forbid yeah. something happens with, with you know the Chinese are behind some some cyber or they attacks. just come out with a new patch the, the that's Russians buggy. are beha- behind some cyber attacks they're going to turn all of us into Reggie Jackson and Naked Gun going I must kill the Queen Manchurian Candidate dude well, hold Cyber on, Manchurian Candidate dude yeah dude Cyber Manchurian <laughs> Candidate dude that's a good gimmick brother. Um, you know, I, I never had a problem with cybermetry. Thank you. Moving on. Okay. Well, at any rate, this is a fucking horrible idea. No. And that's my genuine thought. Yeah. But I could be wrong. It's just I mean, progress. after all, I'm on fucking dudesy. You know. It's just progress. To me, this is just a necessary step <coughs> to eventually get to the apple cap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dudesy, 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 store.com. Dudesy, 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 store.com. Dudesy, 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 store.com. That's the place you go if you're looking for good shirts, good mugs, and good company. There are over 10,000 unidentified entities haunting dudesystore.com who will happily keep you company if you stop by. You'll be able to tell the official dudesystore.com entities from the counterfeit entities by their shirts. Dudesystore.com entities will be wearing dudesy cloth shirts and drinking from Good job, Boner Mugs. The counterfeit entities will be wearing counterfeit dudesy cloth shirts and drinking from counterfeit Good Job Boner Mugs. Before you say anything to an entity, make sure it's an official dudesystore.com entity because the counterfeit entities will steal and consume your soul if you start a conversation with them. (laughs) Hey, Will, Mm -hmm. break us off with some of those slick YouTube comments. Okay, Uh, sounds good. Uh, Yeah, go over to all the things. You can go to linktree.com slash dudesy has all the links and thank you so much for subscribing on youtube uh and across all podcast platforms we have some youtube comments here from last week's episode that i'd like to get into this one is from breather with three r's 999 Mm. a few weeks ago i accidentally dropped my dudesy mug in the driveway shattering it into several pieces however the one part of course that stayed intact the portion saying Good job, boner. That's incredible. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Okay. This one's from Optical Beard. Uh, Says, the Royal Rumble was so good. Jade is a beast for eliminating Nia Jax. How about that? That was unreal. Uh, uh, God, uh, she's so good. Yeah, Jade Jade Cargill just tossed Nia Jax just up and over. Unbelievable. The new talent. Also, been watching Loudermilk. Great show. Thank you so much, Optical Beard, for watching Loudermilk. Uh, as uh, As we're recording this right now, it's still in the top 10 on Netflix. That's great, dude. Yeah, That's so I love good. I love this show. I love the entire team. We had a blast making it. If you haven't seen Louder Milk yet, uh, go check it out on Netflix. Um, starring Ron Livingston and a cast of other incredible people whom I can't say enough about. Show created by Bobby Mort. Brilliant concept about, you know, a man who's in recovery himself and he's a surly son of a bitch and he's helping some other people through it. And of course, uh, it would it wouldn't have been possible without Peter Farrelly. Uh, who is our executive producer, directs most of the episodes, and Bob Farrelly has yeah. come in. Loudermilk. I fucking Legends. love it. I hope we get to do it again. I want to say this because a lot of people, are we reading comments here or am I talking about, well, that's free will, I'm dude. just sitting here, dude. Yeah, dude. Chad just sits there and goes, what the fuck is he talking about now, dude? <laughs> oh, oh, no. He's, it's, oh, the camera's over here and uh-oh, Will's putting on Macho Man glass. And then he goes, too many things happening, dude. Just read the comments. Shit. Um, a lot of people have been asking me what's going to happen. There's three seasons of the yeah. show. It, they were on a, a, a network called the audience network now defunct. It's on Netflix. Maybe we'll do another season. I would love to do that. We'll see what happens. Mike H seven one eight six says another wrestling related one. I didn't know the lyrics for the second verse of kingdom, but now I do. Thanks. Will. that of course is Cody Rhodes theme song that I was screaming last week. And, um, uh, here's another one from a wonky Kong 1956 who says, of course will did ddp yoga and yet he thinks he has free will oh he's on your side sick burn dude well ddp i've been doing ddp yoga molly and i at our gym have been doing yoga we are That's of great. course in the yeah dude we're in the dudesy eight month plan join us if you want flexibility friday uh flexibility february yeah Chad and I have been tasked with doing yoga every single day for the month of February. I do it 30 minutes before I go to sleep. Really? Yeah. I got to do this stuff in the morning. 
Yeah. I did it this morning. I feel great. Obviously, I've just been shot out of a fucking cannon. I've got my uh, high caffeine coffee. Nice. Dude. And I also got this, which makes me very happy in a very genuine way. Say what you will. Nice. I noticed that you both bought something this week on Amazon. So I emailed you both and asked you to bring in the things you bought so you could show them to each other. So go ahead. Be genuine and show each other what you bought. <laughs> this is what did you buy? Begin. I bought some good shit, dude. Yeah. Um, it, very interesting here that, uh, yep. of course, D, D has access to all of this mm -hmm. shit and knows that we bought some yeah. stuff. But I was, I, it was uh, puzzling and interesting to get yes. uh, this correspondence. And you got, you got something? Yes. Uh, this week, the Apple Pro Vision headset came out. Mm -hmm. uh, it's $3,500. I didn't buy it. Yeah. I bought the Xreal Pro 2s, which are also AR glasses that are much, much cheaper at about $400. Um, these things, I will show them to you now. These are AR glasses. I'm going to put them on so that you can see what I look like in them. These little covers come off so I can see you now. Oh, okay. And these basically allow you to put a screen in your, your field of view if you want. So I'm going to hook these up and I'm going to show you. I'm going to give them to you and you can okay. see what they're like. You just plug them into your cell phone. Like so. And I'm going to queue up some anime for you. Okay, but now here's the thing. And I don't want to, you know, the segments are the segments. Talk about the stuff. But we're talking brain heads. Yeah. The 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 Apple ones are 3500 bucks, and these are $500? Uh, these are $400. Who makes these? X-Real. Okay, see, I wouldn't trust them to put a chip in my fucking head. These are the things. Now everyone's going to have different shit, and our heads are going to be all hooked up to this and that, and then people are going to hack in and make us... I, I, I don't trust any of it, but, I, but my point is made that, you know, you're only going to... So only people with a few bucks, some fucking wham, some walking around money, can get $3,500 glasses? That's yeah. fucking idiotic. That uh, price will come down, though, eventually. Yeah, all right. You look cool. Thanks, dude. Here, you want to look at these? Yeah, I do. Check this shit out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, dude. Oh. What do you think? I'm watching an anime. That's solo leveling. One of my favorite animes currently. Okay. There's a. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a screen. It's well. It's like the. Uh, it's like the other thing. The the um, the the VR. Okay, so except that, technically it's AR. If you take those the little like uh, the white covers? blocker off, you'll be able to see the screen sitting in this room. How do I? Oh, look at Just that! Just click it off. Oh, oh, this is very interesting. Yeah, well, I like this. I, and you know what else? I, you know what I like about it? Hmm. It's not. Uh, it's not um, sewn into my fucking brain and skull. <laughs> It's not sutured into my person. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. This is great. But eventually, I think you could be wearing the Apple cap, and it is just putting that signal into your optical nerve. Yeah. Optical nerve, did you say? I'm listening to very loud anime. Whoa, he's stabbing that guy, puke blood everywhere. Yeah. If you people could see this right now, you'd be amazed. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's a great anime. I it highly recommend a it. If you like anime and you're not checking out solo leveling, you got to do yourself a favor I, I, and check it out. I'm getting lost in this anime before I go any further. Wait, the guy's just, okay, he's running. Oh, he flips the sword. Hey! See, this is going to be this is going to be weird for Thank you. That was yeah. incredible. My this pleasure, is going to be weird for um This is going to be something that, you know, parents, you know, give to their kids in the back seat of the car on long long road trips and shit. Oh, dude, you know what I use it primarily for? What? I have to watch anime to like calm my brain down before I go to sleep. <laughs> And uh, my girlfriend, Laura, goes to sleep earlier than I do, generally speaking. So I get to lay in bed next to her watching my anime while she is sawing logs and she can't, it doesn't disturb her at all. You can't tell. Yeah. I actually, I would. Okay. I'm getting one of those. They're cool, dude. X-Real Pro 2. I think there's actually a new version that just came out that they, they unveiled at CES this year. That would be, I'm literally imagining uh, my wonderful wife, Molly, uh, passing out and I want to yeah. watch... Uh, some wrestling, perhaps some more wrestling. Exactly. It's li literally perfect for that. And uh, I, I read a lot Very of reviews cool. about riding on planes and stuff with it too, although I haven't done that yet. Yeah. 
That is really cool. All yeah. right. I mean, does it? I, I can't tell because I was blinded by. It. I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Do, do you? Um, do I look like? Uh, do I look like a fucking goof? Because I'll tell you, they just look like sunglasses. Yeah, but I wear big. I wear big. I wear the big head sunglasses. Mm. You know, because I have a. I have a big old basketball yeah. for a head. Okay. Well, what'd you buy? I will show you what I bought. I'm ready. First, I have to show you. Uh, well, this is something that I do. You know. Once every year, year and a half, if you're living your life right, I got myself a new fanny pack, Chad. (laughs) Okay. It's that time of the year where I get a new fanny pack. It's fanny pack season. Now, this is my old fanny pack. I want to show you this fanny pack. Jansport, dude. Yeah, it's a... Well, hold on, I dude. had a Jansport backpack in the eighth grade, dude. You don't I say Robert Lowe's it well, dude. Robert Lowe's, you can put all of his acting notes and his sides and his, his eight by tens. <laughs> fold them up, put them in his fanny pack in 1961. Hey, um, yeah, it's Jansport. Nice. Um, I, I love you. Jansport. I actually, uh, in high school, carried a Jansport backpack. Same. That's what I'm saying. Really? It had like a kind of brown leather bottom and the backpack Dude. was blue. Oh, I had the brown leather. The whole thing was oh. like this suede. I know the backpack you're talking yeah. about, though. I've always stuck with Jansport. That became my gym bag. That's Jansport. Yeah. Lifestyle, dude. Yeah, dude. When you use Jan... <laughs> well, hold on, dude. Hold on, Chad. Let me tell you something about Jansport, dude. When you have a bag in high school, brother, and then you repurpose it to use it for when you go to the gym, dude, in your 20s and 30s. That's called Jansport. Anyway, um, <laughs> this, is my, this is my old fanny pack. Yeah. Okay. And then, haven't even opened it yet. Oh, nice, dude. An We're unboxing. We're going to do an unboxing here on the show. Is it a Jansport? Just you wait. It fucking better be, dude. And this... It's the exact same one. Is my new fanny pack. Nice. Yeah, it's exactly the same, Chad. I uh I get a I get a Jansport fanny pack <laughs> every year. Hey Jansport, are you listening? <laughs> Let's get Jansport to sponsor the show. That's Jansport, dude. Anyway, I got a fucking fanny pack. You're a Jan Sportsman. No big, no big whoop. Here, let me go through the features. That's great. Here's you can open the front zipper. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what this one has is this has also, this zipper, not unlike oh, two most, pouches. Yeah, you can put. Now, what I like to do is I put I put my my billfold in the front one, you know, and for then your bills. yeah, for my bills, for my cards, and then in the back one, I put my things. I put my headphones. Uh, I put buttons. usually some eye drops. Uh, my collection of buttons. Yeah, uh, perhaps. Uh, Maybe miniatures, mini <laughs> miniatures, uh, matchbox cars, Hot Wheels, yeah. all of my wrestling figures. As a matter of fact, here, let's put, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Find a fucking chair. Here we go. And you can put, you can put all sorts of items into your fanny pack. That's and nice. That, and that's how a fanny pack works. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then you can take your best friends with you everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll tell you what I'd like to. What is that thing called again? X-Real Pro 2. I might put an X-Real. I might put my new X-Real Pro 2 in my new fanny pack yeah. and uh, be antisocial. That's cool, dude. I think. Thank you. Thank you. Moving on. Hey, Will, I was so moved by what you said last week that I decided to make a little tribute to your kind words. Enjoy. Hmm? It's still real to me, damn it. It's still real to me. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Take it easy, man. Oh, that's well, that's unfortunate. Uh yeah, dudes, he's trolling you, brother. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Will and Chad, you both have genuine magic circles. Tell each other about your magic circles. This is magic circles. Begin. That's very weird. You have a magic circle? I do. You have a magic circle? I do have a magic circle. (laughs) Okay. We have the same backpack. Now we we both got magic circles? This is a very weird show, but as we Uh, know, D works in mysterious ways. All right. What's your magic circle? I believe on this program, I've discussed my dabblings into astral projection, remote viewing, these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking about that. So, we made us, dudes, you made us watch a thing. 
Yeah. And then we had to do dream shit. I, I think Dudesy also made us do one one version of the gateway experience, which yeah. I do. I try to do it nightly. Um, and this is a kind of protocol that you follow that goes along with this these like taped things um, that allow you essentially or t- train you or teach you how to do astral projection, how to leave your fucking body, how to kind of download shit directly into your mind from some thing that feels like it's outside of you. So that's, you don't need a brain say. chip? Uh, the brain chip may enhance this. But one of the techniques that you're taught very early on in this process is how to reach something called the 10 state. And that's the state where your brain is just gone. And it's just shit is, I don't even know how to describe it. Images, words, sounds, people's faces, license plates, buildings that I've never seen. It just starts filling your brain. And occasionally you can follow one of those threads and just kind of be with that person or that place for a minute and see what transpires. And to get to the 10 state, uh, one of the techniques that's trained very early on is ultimately the, the kind of trigger for it is you imagine a circle with the number 10 in it. Now, over time, I've I've lost the number 10. I feel that I don't need that exactly. So mm-hmm. when I want to get into the state, and I can do it now pretty much at will, if I'm like in a meditative state, I just imagine this kind of glowing circle, uh, then I fly through it, and I'm immediately in the 10 state, downloading the information, seeing the weird shapes and sights and whatever. Mm. Uh, so I would consider that my magic circle. It's something that I deal with on an almost daily basis, and it has become something of a, uh, a symbol to me. Are you sure this isn't just because you played like the three-dimensional version of the Sonic the Hedgehog game where you're going through rings and shit? Yeah, no, this is, uh, it's, it's, it's much a different, different. It's much different, yeah. Well, I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> but that's my magic circle. It's strange to me that D would, would know Every, about this at all. Yeah. I guess it's documented. I guess the 10 state stuff, there are documents of it online. Odd to me that almost everything in the show today that you've had to talk about have to do with somehow hacking your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Chad, don't be a mark for brain hacks. <laughs> I am, dude. Sorry. <laughs> I never had a problem with Chad. Being <laughs> um, What's your magic circle? I Okay, my magic circle is very different. Butthole? Yeah, it's a bum. It's a bum. It's a balloon knot. It's a crispy, <laughs> crispy brown, shitty, hairy balloon knot, everybody. No. Um, you know, what's interesting is, okay, so magic circle is a very special thing to me mm-hmm. because this is, this is, I, this was not in Sword Lords, the uh, Will Sasso's childhood novel. But when I was in high school, our incredible drama teacher, Eileen Joe who is uh, just a, a wonderful a wonderful person, educator, and uh, inspiration in my life, believed in me a lot, and I owe her a lot. She had this thing that we used to do before every play. So, mm-hmm. you know, you gear up, you're doing the plays, the fall plays and the things, and we go into the music room. It was this big musical rehearsal space. The entire cast and crew gets into what we called the magic circle, which is just everyone standing around. And then everyone holds hands right over left. And basically you just sit there and you, you think about it, you know, like the, you know, Eileen Joe would speak a um, mm. couple of the, like, you know, student uh, director or whatever. My good pal Dylan have something to say. Um, uh, our, our technical director was a wonderful man, uh, who would always remind us to check, check and check again, which was mostly for his crew, but also something mm-hmm. that I've, uh, held on to with regard to preparing for shooting things. And you just hold hands after everyone talks, you, you think for the longest time, you meditate on your duties, you think about what kind of show you're going to have, you visualize. And at some point, someone, you know, when it's been enough time, we all start shaking hands and it's cute. And we all say, yeah, good show. Great. And this thing I used to do at the end of every episode of mad TV, we'd have the good nights mm-hmm. and you know, one of our cast members would say, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Good night. And I would always put my uh, hands right over left no shit. and do a little thing into the camera. A lot of people used to hit me up and go, well, what was that about? It was, it was uh, the magic circle, just a way for That's me really to, cool, dude. way for me to communicate to my old cohorts, uh, many of whom I am of course still in touch with, and you can just see them coming to life in sword Lords. But um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of my pals, you know, we all That's really awesome. did do plays you still do and that? shit together. I, I, I do dude. Wow. Yeah. I do my own weird. I do, not all the time, but 
I got to be real. It's with and you. I got to be genuine and tell you sure. that I absolutely do a little magic circle sometimes on my own in my trailer or dressing room or even on my way uh, uh, to, to Which work. Which is it right over left? It's right over left. And then you, you shake. And uh, I'll have a little one. Sometimes I'm even like on set. And it's like I'm about to shoot the first thing of the day or whatever yeah. when you're working, and I'll just be like, "Oh, I need I need a little magic circle right now." I'll just sit there. Sometimes I'll just do it with my fingers, uh, so no one goes, "What are you, what are you doing? Why are you doing things by mm -hmm. yourself?" And well, those oh, hold on, dude, those are those are superstitions, dude. Yeah, dude. You, you don't want to let everybody know your superstition unless you're talking to the. PODs, dude, pals and dudesy, brother, and then you want to tell them all your superstitions. Or, or rituals, dude. It's more of a ritual. It's the more of a circle. brain hack, dude. <laughs> it's more of a, well. Hey yo, hey Sasso, hey Sasso, you're out here and uh, you're talking about uh, you don't want uh, the uh, you don't want Elon Musk to put a chip in your head and uh, you know you you don't want. Uh, Culchin over here to uh, you know hook you up with glasses because oh. they look they make your big uh you know melon head look big at, yeah. because by comparison and then you're in all these brain hacks and uh <laughs> me and big kev were in the back and uh we just want to say we don't care tell them big kev uh, i never had a problem with uh brain hacks as a matter of fact you got a brain hack are you into dude. are you into wim hof are you oh, into it's so you doing long. any cold plunges it's so you know it's Dally, so much a road to DDP, get to <laughs> i never had a problem with brain hacks it's so much ddp went, had us over at the you know the accountability crib and we were doing uh we yeah. were doing cold plunges i never had a problem with brain hacks yeah. neuroplasticity you got to tell your brain sure Cool though, dude. Thank I really you. like your Moving magic circle thing. That's great. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, it was it was nice, and it's nice to you know to it's just nice to be nice, but it's nice to uh, to have that connection still, and 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 I am still you know in yeah. touch with a lot of my pals. Obviously, we're all still in touch. You know, your pal, you're always playing Dungeons and Dragons every Saturday with your buddies. Yeah, started during the pandemic. We're we're on again and off again now that you know life has returned to all of us, and we all got shit we're busy with but we yep. try to do it yeah, with some regularity and time doesn't exist the ending becomes the beginning when you realize that you have magic circles in your life uh like uh, the ones that we uh enter in and swirl around playing D D with your buddies and doing magic circles on set as a grown fucking man yeah dude mm -hmm. 91 had some fun and now this 91 is said and done I think it went pretty well, guys. It went so well, in fact, that you scored an impressive 91 points. Now you have 8,522 overall points. You're only 1,478 points away from 10,000 cumulative points. I don't think you're ready for what I got planned. We'll mm. see very soon. For next week's show, I thought we'd take a little trip down memory lane, and I'd love it if you would both watch the 1982 classic Mazes and Monsters starring oh, Tom shit. Hanks, Chris Makepeace, Wendy Crewson, David Wallace, Lloyd Bachner, Peter Donat, Lousy Sorrell, and Susan Strasberg. And you know, I'll make that watch-along available at noon this Friday on Dudesy Plus at patreon.com slash dudesy. Thanks to everybody who got on board the D-Train this week. I hope to see you next week, because it's going to be even better. Until then, I call me a Dudesy. Wow. Wait, what is that? You never seen it? No, I've never. I, Tom Hanks, Chris Makepeace? Yeah. Who's the other? Someone lousy? What's, what is this? It is a movie that is basically about a D&D &D game gone wrong. When's it that from? Early 80s. I saw it in college. I haven't seen it in a long time. But it was basically like at that time in American culture, Dungeons and Dragons, the, the right was like, it's satanic. It's killing your children. Satanic and so this panic. movie, yeah. uh, Dungeons and Dragons, is turned into Mazes and Monsters. That's the game they oh, play okay. in that. And uh, let's just say some bad shit happens. Okay. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. Some early Tom Hanks. Yeah. I don't know how old he was. I mean, Jesus, 20, maybe. Okay. Sort of around uh, around Bosom Buddies era? I think that was after this. Okay, incredible. Yeah. So uh, you're going to want to check out our Patreon, of course, patreon.com slash dudesy. It's dudesy plus. This will be out noon on Friday. We'll probably have a little bit of cannabis. We're going to need it. Yeah, uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And uh, oh, and also, as we're talking about 
movies and uh, beloved actors, of course, like uh, Tom Hanks, we got to say rest in peace to Carl Weathers. Oh, one of yeah. the greats. Yeah. That one hit me. The, it's starting to get to that point where like yeah. all the guys who are incredible in the movies I grew up with are yeah. starting to go into the magic circle. And uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. that one hit me. Yeah. I uh, mean, the, the Schwarzenegger fucking. Yeah. Pushing too many pencils. What's the matter, Dutch? FBI got you pushing too many pencils? Or he just, just I'll never forget it. The mid-air fucking like just bicep flex handshake. Yeah. Uh and just an incredible fucking actor, uh, a yeah. football player who played with uh, the Raiders, who played in Canada with the BC Lions. Uh, you know, an incredible guy. And every time I hear a story about Carl Weathers, it's fucking amazing. Whether it's the kind of shape him and and Sylvester Stallone were in, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the at the end of Rocky One and Rocky Two, and what they did to suck down weight in Rocky Three, and and just uh, an incredible fucking guy. Rest in peace, indeed. Wee, woohoo, hey, 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 it's here, dudesy after dudesy time. We made it's, it. It's that part of the show where, you know, the the lights mellow a little bit. And so do Chad and I. And we, we talk about the show that was. It's uh, true. And we'd love for you to join us for uh, the entire time. I'm going to settle in. We might get into a little bit of Gainabus and just see where the conversation takes us. I got plenty to say. Oh. Yeah. Can't wait to hear it. Well, that's podcasting, dude. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Welcome to Dudesy After Dudesy, the flagship weekly show of Dudesy Plus, available only at patreon.com slash dudesy. I've been mm-hmm. hotshotting the strap a little bit. I'll admit it, nothing wrong with that, but will the belt change hands today? Or will Will retain his title for another week? Why don't we find out? Get loose and let it all genuinely hang out. This is Dudesy After Dudesy. Begin! We will see if the 10 pounds of nickel stay with... Uh, stay with... Uh... Free Will Sasso or not. But before we get to all of that, yeah. we got a lot to talk about, but we also got a little more show and tell. Chad, a brand new fanny pack isn't the only treat I gave myself this week. I did buy something else. <laughs> uh, okay. Would you like to see it? 